We are back with the Buffalonian podcast. My name is Joe Kelly. As always, I'm joined by none other than Dom Loss. Keeping it a little upbeat here this Friday. Oh, heading into the weekend of the Cowboys. Them boys, there's some history here. I mean, <laughs> them boys. let's just let's just let's say it. Let's say that to address everything. There's some history between these two teams. Uh, the last when the last time they played them was that on Thanksgiving when they absolutely stomped them into the ground. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So listen, Dakota Prescott doesn't scare me. That's all I'm saying right now. He does not oh, scare me God. one bit. No, why you got? But you, why why you got to go around doing like crap like this? What man? Dakota? Yeah. Come on. I mean, it, it's all, sure it's all it's, I'm, I'm 95% sure his first name is Ray. I think it's Ray Dakota Prescott. I yeah, think, I think and he goes by Jack. It's like, it's like McCorkle Jones, like, you know, except one's a starting quarterback and one's not anymore. That's the only difference between the two of them now. But oh my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, anyway, the roast, the roasts are done. The roasts are done. We'll, we'll keep it clean here for the rest of it. But, Heading into the weekend, big weekend for the Bills. The Dolphins choke inexplicably in the worst game I think I've seen. I mean, Will Levis trucks Jalen Ramsey, um, and it came out. Now the Bills have an even better chance to make the playoffs and win the AFC East because of that. That helps immediately. I mean, we were counting on them to lose the last three games, but they went ahead and lost their first game in the last five. So the Bills have have a good chance here. Big weekend. Yeah, Dolphins had the hardest remaining schedule um, in the league, so um, definitely an interesting week coming up from the AFC East and from, I guess, the other AFC teams. You know, kind of, we'll take a peek in that in a second, but yeah, obviously the game of the week. Uh, you know, this is the game of the week. I'm sorry, I know it's 4:25, but Fox is number one crew there. We're gonna get Greg Olson, uh, yeah. Kevin calling the game. I think that's the first time they've called the game. Since they've been the number one duo at five, but I mean the Bills don't get a lot of Fox games, so I. Mm-hmm. But it is a Cowboys game, so I mean, like, kind of expect that. But yeah, yeah, I mean the Bills. I believe. Let me double check this real fast in case I embarrass myself. But I'm well, whatever. I'm not gonna embarrass myself by saying they're two point favorites and they're really one point five. So what am I saying? Oh, um, they're, yeah, they're two point favorites. Some some books have it at one point five, but uh, they are two in the majority of books. Uh, the Bills, I should say. Um, so I think the um, you know, I think Vegas has this pretty much dead even on a neutral field. I mean, I think usually now it's two points, not three points. So listen, I think Dallas is a really good team. I think Dallas, honestly, you know, we, we went into the three week stretch of Philadelphia, Kansas City, and Dallas, and I think both you and I were very adamant about the Bills had to be go two and one, yeah. Um, obviously they're one one, so I mean they're on track to potentially do that, but obviously they didn't win this game. I think both you and I were in agreement that the Kansas City game was a must win because it was an AFC. They got that one. Yeah, it was tough to lose in Philadelphia, but we thought the next winnable one was. At, I mean, you're at home for for one of the three games, and this is the home one. I'm now, I'm not walking quite back on what we said, but like I do think Dallas has emerged as the better team out of the, those three, the Kansas city, Philadelphia and, and themselves. So that gives me a little pause for concern, I would say. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. The Dallas has really shown out in the last couple of weeks. They've put things together. I mean, this season, they, they started off 40 to nothing against the giants, you know? So, I mean, they, they, they put their, their, their foot on someone's head on the curb real early and was like, all right, we're here. So, 
Um, it comes down to now. Allen alluded to this in the press conference that he had earlier this week that the Chiefs started to figure some things out. You got to, I mean, with Joe Brady's offense. So that's the thing. It's, it's, this is, this will be interesting because this defense is what some would call elite, very well put depth wise. I mean, Connor, Connor McGovern saying that he's got the offensive playbook that he's going to, He's going to help, you know, figure, uh, give it to everyone on the bills and what to look for. But other than that, I mean, there's no help there with that, you know, all-star defense in, in actuality. So I think that's going to be a big, I almost want to say, I know we said this game is the one they could lose because it was the NFC game. I mean, they I almost, to win now. they have to win it. Yeah. They, they can't win it. I mean, if they, if they, they got to win out, I, truthfully, if they want to take the AFC East now, cause there's an well, opportunity. So if they want to win the division, they, they most likely have to win out. If they want to make yeah. the guarantee that they make the playoffs. They have to win out. Um, so they're basically, I mean, they're not quote unquote in control of their own destiny. Cause there's a scenario where if they went out, they still miss with 11 wins, but that, that won't happen. I, I can guarantee you that pretty much like the chances yeah. that happen are under 1%. Now that um, you've spoken it into existence, yeah. So now that I've spoken, one fifty. Um, <laughs> but listen, Dallas is also a team that has struggled. It's a little unfortunate. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's unfortunate is my word because as a mobile ticket team member, I do appreciate that it's going to be forty-seven degrees on Sunday, so it's not going to be freezing cold. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Dallas did struggle a lot with in forty below temperatures, and we thought maybe this game middle of December was going to be that. It kind of doesn't seem to be quite like that. I mean. Still 47 is 47, windy, a little rainy, it seems like. Um, so there's definitely going to be some weather impact that could impact the Cowboys. Also, the Cowboys have not been great on the road. I mean, they're undefeated at home. I believe they're 7-0 and at home when they're 3-3 three and three on the road. And they lost in Arizona, in Philadelphia, and in San Francisco. So, yeah, it's definitely important that this is in Buffalo. I think that makes me feel a little bit better, just the weather and, you know, the Cowboys being so, I mean, the, the Cowboys being so dominant at home and not having to really deal with that perspective, you know, that aspect of the game. I right. think it's cool. I think when you're focusing a little bit on the Bills offense, I like what you said about they just have, I mean, the, the Cowboys really are loaded defensively and they're well coached. Mm-hmm. I will say, I think it's easy to forget. The Cowboys have played really good defense the last couple. You know, they they had that like that, that lull when people were talking like about them, and then they had that they've been pretty hot. I know they did really well things to the Eagles, but you know, I think when I was watching that Monday Sunday Sunday night, sorry Sunday night game, it was really turnovers that cost the Eagles. Um, they were able to move the ball a little bit, and they just yeah. Kept, I mean, Hertz has fumble, both Smith and AJ fumble. I can't remember if um hurts to a pick or whatever but they had at least three turnovers and i think from the bills perspective i think they're going to be able to move the ball but they got to be able to finish drives get six and not turn the ball over which is i mean easier said than done with a very turnover merchant defense yeah no and listen i mean alan threw that pick last week and i was like uh, that's one that's one you want back right there so if they if it could be a clean game i mean look, believe me like the one he threw against the eagles i wasn't like that because i was like that's just great defense the one mm-hmm. last week i was like okay i was like all right that, that, that was a good yeah, singer pick yeah yeah so that was just that was tough but um that can't happen uh we need the the fumbles Latavius Murray I don't think he caught that but we're going to say he caught that last week so you got to you got to be cleaner on that yeah, aspect the call stood. come on it was a catch what would you say call stood the call the call did stand so you know, the most annoying part about that play though is the fact that he did quote unquote fumble because like 
that really did cost the Bills 10 yards in field position, if you think about it. Like, yeah. If he would have just, he really caught that ball pretty much in stride. And he had a step, step on the safety, <laughs> on like the safety would have had to make up the angle on him. Now, I know there's people in front of him, so we wouldn't have known what happened. But like, Latavius Murray in the open field could have probably at least, like, even if he got contact, probably would have went forward a couple more yards. Like, I don't know. That, that, I think that's underrated how much, like, him fumbling cost the Bills 10, at least 10 yards in field position. They would have mm-hmm. been field goal range, uh, close to field goal range at that point. So, yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but like that, that, that means the most frustrating part about that play. No, yeah. And listen, you can't have that against a dominant Cowboys defense. I mean, the Chiefs defense is good. Don't get me wrong, but it's not put together like this Dallas defense is. So, that's that to me is the scariest part going into this game. But you want to talk? Do you have do you have the injury report in front of you? Do you see anything here? Or? Yeah, I do have to say this though for the Dallas defense is it's all about stopping Mike Parsons. They did a good job stopping. I mean, Chris Jones has moments. Obviously, helped out with a sack. Um, they did a good job stopping Max Crosby when they played them. I'm trying to think of the Washington D line didn't really have a big impact. Um, Josh Allen for the Jags was pretty decent. I, I'm trying to think of like other elite pass rushers, but they've done this O line. I think had a pretty mediocre performance. Uh, you could say bad in the second half. Yeah. So for them to bounce back would be key. Also, again, this defense is a lot of turnovers, but they give up a lot of yards. So I just think being smart with the football and matriculating the ball down the field would be good. But talking about the injury report real quick. Um, so Leonard, I'm not on Floyd. God, AJ Epinesa and uh, Mike Hyde have been ruled out. McDermott uh, said that there is a question if they go on IR. I would assume Hyde goes on IR. I think Hyde's season's kind of over. I'm gonna be honest. Like I just the just stinger, stinger again, after stinger. Yeah, I think. It, I, and I hate to say this, but his career may be over as well. Um, which is kind yeah. of hard to say. But I just think I just think neck is just kind of a weird, um, you know, uh, uh, placement of the injury. You kind of don't want to be messing around, especially um, with all the I mean crazy stuff that's happened with the Bills recently. And then AJ, he probably has some like rib cartilage tear or broken rib um that's gonna be hard to play with so yeah i don't know if ir is the right path for him but i think maybe he i would be shocked if he plays against the chargers i mean i I don't think we'll see him until new england or maybe miami so that's a big yeah. loss but i think von having his best game of the year i'm excited to see maybe kingsley jonathan uh play we're gonna see taylor rap probably take over hide and have demar uh inactive excuse me so yeah, and then obviously, um, I guess the two "quote unquote" question marks—I don't want to say question marks—but Taron Johnson of his ankle and uh, Don Kincaid of his thumb shoulder. I would assume both of them play, um, because both of them have been limited in practice all week, so they've been playing. So, yeah, I would assume they play, but I, I, if they lose either of those, that's massive, massive, massive loss. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, especially. I mean, you have Dawson Knox back, right? And he's been a full participant back with his wrist. He 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 contributed on Sunday against the chiefs too. So if you could have him and Kincaid back in one game against a big defense like this, that'd be great. But I mean, you're, you're right. They're he's Kincaid's a limited participant. So he is actively doing practice. So, you know what I mean? It's not like he's just yeah. sitting on the sideline. So, and then for Dallas, Jonathan Hakins, I think is going to be out. This is another situation with like Brian cook. I'm pretty sure Jonathan Hakins like did something really bad to his lower leg. And they mm-hmm. just haven't placed him on IR yet. Um, Lee Cooker has an ankle injury. Um, I think he's missed two days. So they don't have the wet, the Thursday report. I've looked at the Thursday report before this for Dallas. They have a lot of 
illnesses going around. Um, so they kind of have like now 48 hours to kind of get that kind of all figured out um, and stuff yeah. like a, uh, uh, um, like the flu bug going around. So I don't know. I, I, I truly don't have a grasp on who's going to be out. But again, the offense just has to stay patient and not fall into the trap. There's going to be some big plays available, I think, with the safeties of Dallas and the linebackers and coverage. Uh, but because I think Campbell, I mean, Dan Quinn likes to blitz. They like to play man coverage. So I think this is a, kind of a position where it's like, we'll see if we could get a bounce back game from Diggs, who was bad against the Chiefs. Can Gabe Davis get on the scorecard with a catch? We'll yeah, see. Otherwise, his mom's going to angry tweet again. Did you see all that? Yeah. I mean, she's right. He is an mm-hmm. afterthought, but like, yeah. Do you I'm do it to gonna... yourself, though? That's the question. You know, I'm not going to feel bad about it per se. I mean, it's unfortunate that he missed him, but I mean, it's kind of the right thing to do with, a, you know, giving the run. It's just, just one ball, man. There's one ball. You throw it 30 times. Someone's going to get left out. I, they threw it more than 30 times. They threw it like 40 times, but like mm-hmm. someone's going to get left out. It's, I'm more concerned about the offense of finding a way to get digs back to being digs because ever since Brady took over, it's not really, I'm not, is the one thing that I'm, I'm, I would say since Brady took over, which has been upsetting with the offense, is Diggs' lack of production and and uh, especially as a fantasy owner, um, that yeah. is tough. Um, but uh, lastly, I, you know we haven't really talked a lot about the Bills' defense. I, I would say I think they're coming off one of their better performances since all the injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a whole nother level, though. I mean, they're playing Dak, who is I know we roast a little bit of the game, but in the show, but. <laughs> He's play. I I think he's the MVP of the league, uh, personally. Like I think, right now the league at the season end right now, I think he would be MVP. Mm-hmm. And he's playing as high as any quarterback in football. Um, CD is a stud wide receiver. Jake Ferguson's emerging. They have Gallup and Cooks who are kind of nice depth pieces. Obviously, they have a good offensive line. Tony Pollard is a solid back. They have a nice little other backs too that can he, do like Tony the, Pollard literally ran the field entirely basically in that Eagles game to start out last week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's bad. <laughs> so I, I think defensively, they're just going to be on their cues. And I think defensively it's, you had to take away the middle of the field. Dallas loves using the middle of the field. So I think not having like a hide, maybe big, you know, having Taylor Rapp instead of the deep middle, uh, but Poyer Dotson Bernard, I think they're going to be stressed all day um, by yeah. correcting this offense. Um, you know, there's a lot of screen passes as well, and we all know the Bills suck at defending screen passes for whatever reason. So, no, I'm I'm, I'm excited for the, the challenge defensively. If they can, you know, kind of have two straight weeks of playing really good football, right? Um, and if they can overcome Dallas, who's a true contender, I would say for the NFC, absolutely. Um, Dallas is playing like the best team in football. I mean, they I, are. I, I think it's the Niners, but I think Dallas is right there with them right now of how they're playing. Yeah, no, they're deep. It's cold. As as Coach McDermott would say, complimentary football. That's what they're playing. So mm-hmm. yeah. their offense is cooking, their special teams is cooking, and their defense is really cooking with gas. So I, I mean, you can't really, you can't ask for anything more if you're a football team, a fan of that club. But hey, this here's is a the big thing, time game, man. Yeah, this, this is, is the Bills. If the Bills find a way to rally and win here, what does that tell you about the Bills? I mean, it, it does. It has to tell you something about it, you know. So well, they put together I, I, consecutive weeks of good play. That's all that matters. I hate to be this guy because I'm going to say all this stuff, and this is going to be like the one percent thing with the thing. But like, if the Bills get through this game, like their next two games, I, I mean, like nothing is one, nothing is like guaranteed because God, 
God knows the Bills. Yeah. The and they already lost to one of the two teams already. Yeah, God yeah. knows the Bills will find a way. <laughs> There's a, you know, the charging versus Billsy. Like, I mean, come on now. It's about um, the same. But, but if they find a way to get to eight and six, they really have. I mean, they should. I'm just gonna say they should. I mean, they, they should beat the next two teams. Like, they should go into Miami at ten six, and then we'll kind of see. You know where we're at specifically with is ten going to be good enough? Mm-hmm. Um, not like they're going to blow the Miami game, but like is ten going to clinch by that point? Um, is the division still kind of in play? Like it's, I think yeah. I think a lot of things will happen if they get the dub this week. Also, I do want to say this again. We are going to look at the footage. I'm just making. Yes, take I'm actively looking. By the way, I'm just making the take again <laughs> that if the Bills find a way to win the next three games or at least have a shot for the division in Week 18, that the Dolphins-Bills game will be on NBC for the last game of the year. Last regular season game of the year, excuse me. Yeah. So, no, that, I think we made that prediction. I think we I think we made that prediction back in, like, well, the first time they played the Dolphins. I, I think it was. Do. I think we said that would be for the AFC East, I, I, truthfully. I, I mean, I think yeah. you hammered that point specifically quite Appreciate a bit that. in that. So, yeah. So, I listen, it's just – um. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig through the archives. All right, we have 120 episodes, so this season a lot more considering all the betting on the Bills we've done. So um, it was definitely a betting on the Bills pod, but it, it was 100. With that being said, I guess I guess if we're gonna go quickly to like quickly like a couple keys to the game. Yeah, I would say some keys to the game would be you have to win the turnover battle. You can't mm-hmm. afford. I just think. Both offense. It seems to me that both offenses have advantages on the defenses in this matchup. Like I think both offenses match up pretty well uh, yeah. with the defenses playing against them. So I think that's. I think we could see some fireworks in this game, and we all know what happens at the end of fireworks. Someone's gonna like mess up a firework, and it's gonna go hit a tree, and you don't want to be the team that does that. So mm-hmm. um, I think winning the turnover margin would be key. I think special teams is gonna be massive in this game. Um, you know, the Bills have been really on special teams, but it's big games like this where we really see special teams out there had, you know, Aubrey, their kicker, hasn't missed a field goal all year. Is he ready for them? Buffalo wins. Does he miss one? You know, yeah. T-Bass been up and down. Can he come up big? Punting is going to be massive. Return game coverage. So any little advantage you can get for these offenses, I think is going to be really – I, 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 I for this defense, excuse me, to make the offenses go the length of the field, yeah, take points off the board, to add points off the board, I think is going to be massive. I think special have to win special teams battle, have to win the tournament battle. And the other thing is this, man, Josh is going to have to be Josh. Um, I think um, you know, we said this on the pod on Tuesday. I thought Josh played an all right game against the Chiefs. Um, I think score, listen, the box score always makes Josh look you know, Josh looked bad the last two weeks of completion percentage, but there were a lot of drops. The interception was really bad. I thought he was under pressure a lot. I mean, he missed a touchdown, Davis. I don't. I don't think it was his worst game. I don't think it was his best game. They need him to play Philadelphia, Josh, and maybe even better to win this game. Like they need MVP yeah. Josh. And again, we talked about the AFC East. I just said that Dak is the MVP of the league right now. If Allen outplays Dak and the Bills get the dub, like. Do I think Josh is the MVP right now? No. But I think all of a sudden, the alleyway for him to win MVP is wide-ass open. Like, yeah, you learn. I mean, 
Like if he if he comes back and wins the division too. Like I think if he wins the division, if they win the next four games and he wins the division, I think he's the MVP because eleven and six. Now you can't do the oh, but his team is six and six. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if he if he keeps it going and has four really good weeks, I think it'll be hard to deny him. No, and I I mean you you took the words right out of my mouth. That was going to be my closing remark for for oh, the, the no no no. You're listen listen. When we're in agreement, it's even better. You've seen a couple people in the media, right? Dan Orlovsky, I'm going to use as an example here. Mention that, right? I don't know how he's not MVP. He's the leader in touchdowns and total touchdowns and yardage in the NFL right now. Like, he's got the statistics for himself right now. He's he's playing very efficiently, and he has all season. The turnover thing is getting very tired and frustrating to hear because when you throw the most touchdowns, the ratio to turnovers is going to be higher. That's just how that happens. So. um Brady also led the uh, – he was top three in turnovers when he went to the Super Bowl in 21 with Tampa Bay, by the way. I'd like to point that out. Anyway, the Bills win this game, stomp on the Cowboys. Allen has and continues to go through the rest of the season and have great games. That's it. I'm telling you right oh. now, he's locked it. I said this too. And, again, I thought this like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago after they lost Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be like the the biased Bills fan. Yeah. But I was looking at his odds and it was like, damn, when, like the pictured odds, like he's not even like the top eight. Like he's like over. I don't know what he is now. Um, I'm I'm actually actively on FanDuel right now going to look. So I'll tell you. I think second. he's like eight to one, 14 to one. Maybe that's, I mean, that's a big range, but yeah, he was like at least 22 to one at one point just a couple weeks ago. And I was kind of like. Damn, I'm not a betting person, so I would never put the bet down. But like, if I was giving anyone, if anyone was like, I wanted to get like a long shot MVP, like, I don't, I, I was just like, they were like, I don't know, the people, some people in front of me was like, I just don't see a path. You know what I mean? Like, I think for Josh, there's a significantly easy path for him to be MVP. I shouldn't say easy, but like, there is a path. Like, there are some players that have decent odds where it's like, I guess if your team wins out, but like, you don't really have a path in my mind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, CMC was one. I was like, I just don't think they're going to give it to a running back. Like, unfortunate for him. But, like, I don't see a path unless he goes for, like, 200 yards every game. Yeah. Well, even Lamar. I was like, I love Lamar. And I guess if they finish number one in the NFL, like, that will help his cause. But it's like, I just think his lack of touchdown production has pretty much killed his MVP chances. Mm-hmm. But, like, if Josh, it was like, the only thing holding Josh back is really team record. Right. I, obviously, the turnovers as well. But like, if he finds a way to win the division, like at that point, like the turnover thing kind of becomes a little mute because they won the division still. They have the wins and he would have the stats. Like, for me, like, again, maybe it's just a biased Bills fan, but like 22 to 1, I was like, that's some like, I mean, I'm not, I know their schedule. Like, it was at that point that they were playing Chiefs this this game. But I was like, honestly, though, like, if he finds a way to go, what, 5 and 0, like, I think he's the MVP of the league and 22 to one. I just think like, I understand why the odds were low, but it was like, if you want yeah. to take a gamble, I mean, well, they have gamb- gambling to try to win. Right. Well, here's, here's the full list of top six MVPs for top five. Sorry. Maybe six. I don't know. I can't read it. It's small. Okay. Dak Prescott is currently leading it at plus plus one fifty. Purdy is next at plus plus one seventy five. Um, with Debo Samuel, the yards after catch King. So I don't know. I mean, Purdy's had a great season, though. Lamar Jackson is after Purdy at third with plus 600. Hertz is that's plus not, 800. I, I, sorry to cut you off, but, like, if you look at those odds, 
it is clear that Vegas thinks it's either Purdy or Prescott right now, just by how right. close they are. And how Allen's plus out fourteen hundred. Yeah, I thought he was. Is he fourth? He's he's behind Hertz at fifth. Fifth, yeah. Where's Mahomes? Mahomes now is behind Tyreek Hill, who's behind Allen. So Mahomes is seventh at plus sixteen hundred. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess because Allen beat him. Tyreek Hill is sixth, though. That's interesting. I think Tyreek Hill's chances of winning go significantly down if he doesn't get two thousand yards. Yeah. I, I think that's unfortunate because I think you could really make a case for him. I yeah. guess maybe if the, the, the if Miami just sucks if he doesn't play this week because he hasn't practiced, but I think he'll gonna go. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. So he's behind Hurts. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? I'm looking at Fox. Fox I'm just going to say this right now. I am just going to say this right now. I think there's a real chance that Philadelphia still gets the one seed in the NFC for how bad they played the last two weeks. Oh, yeah. Because their schedule is, like, really easy. I know they haven't Mm -hmm. played kind of countless twice, but come on, it's the Giants. Like, they're probably going to finish 14-3 and and win the NFC. If there's a way where Hurts, if they go 14-3 and the Bills go 11-6 and they give it to Hurts, it's just like, What's the point of like? Just give it to the guy that wins the most games, I guess. Like, come on now. Right. I mean, at that point, and I'm looking at BetMGM right now, so it's different. So Allen's currently one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth at plus sixteen hundred, and Tua is fifth with Tyreek Hill underneath him. So, like, there's all these markets are so different. Like, I was looking at Fox's sports. Yeah, but that one was sixteen to one. I still think it's a situation. I think the odds are fine. Because I think Allen needs pretty much every pretty much has to go four and zero to win mm-hmm. the MVP. But if he does, like I think it, I think if whatever odd chances he has of going four and zero should be really kind of his odds a little bit. Because if he goes four and zero, I guess even three. If he goes four and zero or three and one with the division, if he wins the division, whatever I think, what whatever the division odds for the Bills are, I don't think that should be his MVP odds because I think his division odds are three to one. He shouldn't be three to one, but yeah, like. If he went at the Bills, like that's why, I like uh, okay, if I was a betting man, I would totally hear this one out. I would honestly consider doing like a parlay. I think it's called where you do yeah. Allen's MVP odds and the Bills' division odds together. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you can, I don't because know if I would do that. I, if they win the division. He's probably the MVP, and if he wins the MVP, he definitely won the division. Like, I doubt they're going to give it to him if they go 10-7 and make the wild card. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think, I just think those two things are locked. And I guess if you want to go really cheeky, you could put the money line in for all the other games, other four games. Yeah, I'm I'm searching. I, I, as you know, have the bet on the Bills to win the AFC East. Don't accept automatically bet move line movements. By the way, make sure that is turned off because I got I got screwed out of some some odds there. But um, you can't. I don't think you can bet MVP on Fanduel. So you'll have to check out your other whatever. Sports books but, if you can, but mm-hmm. back where we were, back where because we got mega distracted. So those are my three points. Mm-hmm. Um, MVP. I think we're both going to see the same player, and I know it's cheeky. We said it last week. It's again. I said him already. It's got to be Josh. I mean, I don't it think we need to spend time on it. Like it's no. got to be Josh. Like he's got to have a big time. He's got to have three hundred yards, four touchdowns, and no turnovers, kind of game. Yep. He's got to. Uh, he's got to go be Josh. That's what. Yep. That, yep. That's all it has to be. Yep. So then, sorry for the short player of the game, but like, I mean, come on. Like it has to be. It's, I think that's on of, everyone's mind. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's a cop out answer, but like, it this this is one of the games where it's like it has to be Josh. Mm-hmm. Like. 
they got a little unfor- they got lucky enough offensively. They just got enough of Josh playing his C level game, in my opinion, C plus level game against the Chiefs. But going right. to final predictions, I think this is a high scoring game. I think I kind of alluded to it. Um, and I think it's going to be the Cowboys 31, the Bills 35. 35 31 Bills. Got you a little in there first half. Um, I, like I think it. it's going to be a really tight game throughout. Um, wouldn't surprise me at all if the Bills took a 10 point lead and then blew it in the third quarter, but then got the touchdown drive to, you know, really yeah. make that heart pump for us. But I, I, th- I do believe that the Bills get this one done. It's not a Bills game without heart palpitations, right? I mean, at the end I of the day, they... I don't think the Bills are a better team than the Cowboys. I just think the Bills have the better player, the best player playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I think. The, them being at home with the weather plays a role in, I think, giving them the dub. Yeah, no, I absolutely, I agree with you on that. I mean, I'm trying to think, final score. Give me the, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with what I said last week because I, I, I have a good feeling. 42-35 Bills, I think they win by a touchdown. I think it is a, a duel, though. I think it's a, more of a shootout than the KC game was uh, offensively. Yeah, and, uh, KC game was a weird. I, 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 those games always go way under than what you think. Other than uh, ever since the last two matchups, other than fifty seconds, have been yeah. way under what you thought. But are you ready to? I've obviously you know we have a new segment. I don't want to say new. Ready segment, to pave like, the road, pave the road to the postseason to the bowl. I like that to the one. Bowl. So yesterday, I think was a good result of the Raiders won to strength the record. You already beat the Raiders. Um, mm-hmm. they played the, the Chargers and. Obviously, they beat the Chargers. I don't know how much that game really matters. So, I think it was a good result of the, the Raiders won, but it's like 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 a point. It's, it just right now, presently, uh, it helps them. But uh, so here we go. Uh, the Bengals are hosting the Vikings. Obviously, we want the Vikings to take a dub there. The Bengals seven and six are ahead of the Bills. Yes. Here's an interesting one: Steelers Colts. So I was looking at this, and I think this is a tough game to play. I think if I was a Bills fan, it's tough because the Colts play after this in Atlanta, the Raiders, who obviously just had a nice game, and then the Texans. The mm-hmm. Steelers play. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, the Steelers play Cincinnati in Seattle and Baltimore. So I think yeah. it's pretty obvious we want the Steelers to win this game. Um because I think the Steelers have a significantly harder schedule than the Colts. Um, get the Colts down to seven losses. The Steelers would be eight and six. And I think, you know, at the if the Bengals lose, they're at seven losses. Um, so Could that put the Bills in the in the wild card in the playoff spot. Uh, I think there might be some other stuff that has to go their way, but yeah. Oh, okay. Close, close, yeah. close. Lions, Broncos. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, this is really important. This is all tomorrow. These are all tomorrow games. The three games tomorrow, you should watch it as Bills fans. All three of them. Oh, Saturday games. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we're shooting for the Vikings, Colts. I'm sorry, Vikings, Steelers. There may be something where I'm doing wrong with the math or you want to be rooting for the Steelers because we have, I mean, the Colts because we have tiebreakers over the Colts. You know I mean, I don't know the tiebreakers mm-hmm. off the top of my head, but from looking at their schedules, I would think we would want the Steelers to win because of the scheduling. But again, Vikings. Steelers, and then we want the Lions to beat the Broncos. I think that one's obvious. The Lions have played like crap like the last couple weeks. We really need them to come through. Like, really need them to come through here. 
Yeah. Uh, to get the the that would put the Broncos to seven and seven. Okay. Uh, Falcons, Panthers. We don't <laughs> give a crap. Um, literally don't give. A, I mean, there's again, there's probably something that like moves the needle a little bit, but Bears, Browns. Obviously, we want Justin Fields to come through for us. NFC versus AFC. The Browns are eight and five. That put the Browns to eight and six. That'd be nice. Uh, Bucks, pa- Packers. We want the Bucks to win because we beat the Bucks. So again, strength the record tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texans, Titans. We are rooting for the Texans. This is the. I'm, I'm sorry, Jesus, the wrong. The Titans. I, saw, I saw double. I saw the Texans and Titans. I saw. The I two, did. Two, I've done the same thing before. Yeah, two, it's just. Two, yeah, two T with the A N S at the end, and I just like butchered that. I apologize. Mm-hmm. We want the Titans to win. Um, especially if CJ Stroud doesn't play, that seems like a kind of a a good game for the the. I obviously don't want to root for injuries. I'm not rooting for injuries, but like him missing would be crucial. Uh, yeah, for, for Will Levis and the Titans yeah. to have a good game. Titans are actually yeah. favored, uh, and I think Will Anderson, uh, their star rookie pass rusher, has a high ankle sprain. So, uh, unfortunate that injuries play a role. But as Bills fans, I'm not going to complain with our injuries as well. So injuries happen, but mm-hmm. definitely rooting for the Titans in that one. Uh, Giants, Saints, we're rooting for the G-Man. Strength of record, Tommy Cutlets. Jets, yes. Dolphins, we are rooting for the Jets. Um, obviously, it's pretty obvious. This is just kind of like division. Chiefs, Pat, Patriots. Um, I'm rooting for the Patriots. Yeah. Because of... Again, presently, you probably want to be rooting for the Chiefs because we beat the Chiefs, so strength the record, but you also play the Patriots later. Also, I don't want the Patriots getting anywhere near the top of the draft. So, yeah, we're rooting for the Pats. Mm-hmm. Niners, Cardinals, again, uh, don't care. Card Commanders, Rams, uh, we're rooting for the Commanders because, again, we beat the Commanders, strength the record. Bills, Cowboys, Bills, I wonder who we're going to root for there. Um, yeah, right. Ravens, like Jags. for 20 minutes on them. So, I think we want to root for the Jags because we play, even though we lost the Jags, we played the Jags, so it's like strength of schedule, but honestly... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we want the Jags to win just because the Jags have the head-to-head tiebreaker on us and probably have a better record than us in the AOC. And that game, honestly, really, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter, but like, I don't think it's, I think we would. No, I guess. Yeah, because I don't think the Dolphins are turning. I was just just thinking like maybe we don't want them because I don't want the Dolphins getting the one seed, but. Yeah, I think we. I, that game's kind of a toss-up in my mind. Eagles, Seahawks. Again, we probably want to see Eagles because we played them in other games final. So, again, mostly I would say the big games to root for are the Jets, the Titans, and then look the Bears. Our game obviously do it, and then the three games on Saturday you want to be rooting for the Vikings, the Steelers, and the Detroit Lions. So there you go. Lot going on in the NFL, especially with the Bills. Their playoff chances are going up and up and up. So hopefully it continues. And you know, you, they're plus three hundred now for the AFC East. So if you didn't take my advice last week and throw that bet down, you lost out big. Um, so you know, I just just want to point that out. Just want to point that out. But anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of the Buffalonian Podcast. Betting on the Bills. My name is Joe Callie. I was joined by Dom Loss and Dom. How do you always on these, buddy? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills.